All right, everybody, welcome back in. It is week 12, college football pick show. I, I'm happy to announce that here on the Pulse Sports Network, everybody had a winning week last week. We're and back, baby. That, we're back. We're back. We're back. We pulled it together week 11. Uh, we're going to finish this year strong. Uh, CVD Roberto joining me tonight. Roberto um cool eagles hat thank you wow really tune in for this on youtube so you can see how cool rob's 74th uh newest uh eagles hat looks it's really cool fucking mope anyway um i'm a sucker what can you say i mean i got yeah, well, well, we fourth. know that uh coming up on the show we've got our picks also coming up later in the week, uh, me and Roberto going to go over NFL, I believe. Um, so that'll be fun. Stay tuned to Maybe that. Maybe some college hoops. A little bit of college hoops. We got to get our boy Eric Haslam on here soon. Uh, mm. Start switching over to that as well. The Pulse Sports Network on YouTube. Like, subscribe, like, subscribe. Hook up the pirate ship as we keep motoring along. I say we get right into the picks unless you gentlemen have anything you want to bring up. Nope. CBD has nothing. Oh, oh, well, I mean, big week at North Coast. We're going to get to the big week at North Coast, and you want to stay tuned to that. It is a big week at North Coast. Roberto, did you have anything? I mean, just the, you know, the Michigan saga has just reached incredible limits. I mean... Now that they're gambling, coach, they're pulling the Pete Rose allegedly. It's that that coach, that coach crying on the sideline. I mean, it is just it has turned into an absolute circus. Three years ago, when we first started chatting, and you you asked me about Michigan, are they not who I said they were? Yeah, you hit the nail on the head, right? I mean, thank you. Them playing victim right now, and that like pretending that the Big Ten wants anything to do with suspending them or doing anything, and they're going to leave the conference. I mean, just really incredible, the things out of Ann Arbor this week. I mean, they're really impossible to root for, in my opinion. They really they're going to join the too. Yeah. <laughs> well, I heard already Washington State's looking <clears throat> to uh, take them on, and, and so we're going to have the Washington State, Oregon State, Michigan Conference. This could be electric. They're, they're incredible. They really are. It, it is incredible. It, it, it By the way, Chris, it is really incredible that Oregon State and Washington State now run the Pac-12. Yeah. yeah. They, have access, they have access to all that money. Granted, they can't do anything crazy with it, but it is interesting. Um, let's start it off. I'm going to lead off yet again because why not? Uh, I'm the only one that's uh, well, it's the pencil pick, so get them at it because then we'll get tweets Friday five and three Saturday. last week, five and three last week, bringing my total 55 and 38. I mean, when you're 59% on a hundred plays almost at this yeah. point, after this week, we're going to be one shy, yeah. I mean. Why are it's you doing impressive. a show from a Yet plastic again. hut in your backyard? Then I've made other life choices and mistakes. Okay, Rob. Hey, look. Okay, so poor Lauren. Hey, look. FTX, I thought was a safe investment. All right, that's that is what it is. We'll leave that for the the crypto talk coming on the Robin Stew show because sports are dead. Uh 5538 on the year dogs six and seven locks eight and five and I got something to announce game of the year happening this week this week game of the year it's not only for North Coast which we'll get to game of the year happening this week cannot wait it's a Chris Van Dyne special he'll appreciate it uh let me start off I'm gonna go with Kansas State minus eight this number is starting to trickle up. Uh, you can find some seven and a half still eights are starting to pop up. I just think Jake Bean, he's a little, uh, woozy after the game last week. This Kansas state team is just diabolical. They're good on defense. 
The offense is really coming along. Uh, 12 of the last 14 years, they've won this game by double digits. I think it happens here again. Give me Kansas State minus eight. Uh, LSU, I'm going to go down to Baton Rouge night game against Georgia State. They're laying 31 and a half, huge number. They absolutely put it on bad teams. And Georgia State is a really bad team. The last three weeks, they've given up over 40 points. Every single week, Georgia Southern, 44. James Madison, 42 uh, or 44. Uh, you know, they play App State last week that give up 42. This is a very bad team, and you're going to play an LSU team that wants to get Jaden Dan Daniels the best shot at the Heisman. Uh, we saw what LSU did to Army. Why you treat the world's greatest army that way and beat them 61 to nothing. I don't know. I think LSU puts it on them 31 and a half. I'll lay it. Oregon state minus two and a half at home. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be foggy Corvallis at night. That's where uh top pac 12 teams go to die. Washington can afford a loss and they're still in the championship game. I think, I think the Beavers get them here. And the fact they're laying two and a half and that line has not moved a solitary inch. Give me that game almost beat. reminds me last year when LSU went into Texas A&M and had everything wrapped up and they laid a big old leg. Texas A&M ended up getting a, a big win. Yes. Yeah, it's very similar. It, like Washington doesn't need to win this game. No. And I, I, Oregon State is going to run the ball down their throats and Washington's run D, not that great. Why do you think Washington doesn't need to win the game? Well, they have it at the up, end of the they? day, they well, have they have yeah, the but they got to go undefeated if they want to make the playoffs. Mm, that's a good point. I don't know that that's true. <clears throat> no, it's true. They, you're right. I Chris don't right. know that that's true. And and I'll say this: SEC champ, Big Ten champ, Florida I, State. Uh, the Big Ten is up in the air. Oh, stop. The Big Ten champions. No matter what happens. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. How is it up in the air? Whoever wins Ohio State, Michigan goes to the Big Ten championship game. They're not going to lose to Iowa. Wipes out Iowa. What's up in the air? One of those teams may have an issue. Get out of it. They're they're not going to prevent Michigan from playing in the playoffs. The ACC is not getting it. The ACC is not getting it. Florida State is Fugazi. It's I think they're going to get fake. in. Who's going to beat I them? Do, but a one-loss Florida State team probably trumps a one-loss uh, one-loss Washington team. Uh, I don't know. I, I think what the win over LSU helps them a lot. Even if they Absolutely. have, even if they have to win out, even if that's the case, even like and I still I actually like Oregon State. State. Oregon State has <laughs> got them in the sniper scope. I, mean, I like well. I like Oregon State. I'm just simply kind of no, I, I truly think Michigan, if they beat Ohio State, I think they're. If you read some of the uh, verbiage coming from the big or the NCAA and the Big Ten and what they've sent, um, I'm not a hundred percent sold that Michigan should they even win the Big Ten championship. I, that the NCAA is going to rule, you know. It's a pipe that. dream. They're not going to stop Michigan from going to the playoffs. It'll, it'll, it will cause too much controversy. It no, absolutely no chance. As absolutely. opposed to zero. the zero, no controversy as it stands. As opposed to that, I, so that's good. Yeah. It'll, it'll end up whoever wins it'll have a title with an asterisk. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's. We're, we're at that stage. That's why you got to nip it in the bud early. Uh, send war criminals to prison. Uh, Purdue, minus two and a half this line. Open Northwestern favored. It is swung all the way to Purdue. I, I've got minus two and a half on Bet Rivers. By the way, Bet Rivers lines are just phenomenal this week uh, for the games I like. Go check them out if you've got it. Uh I've got minus two and a half. I know in a lot of places still minus three. I'd probably play it at minus three, but I can find two and a half, so I'm going to take that. Purdue, 
Hudson Card has really come together. And that defense has actually started playing really well. And I know the Michigan game, you know, people are going to look at it and go, oh, you know, they they got killed. But Purdue's defense actually played a pretty decent for for what it is. They've gotten a lot better since the beginning of the season in Fresno State. You're a Wildcats hater. No, I just think this is a Purdue Purdue spot. I think they go on the road, and I think they win. Um, so give me them. I'm going to stay in the Big Ten West for my dog of the week, Nebraska. I'm I saw a plus five on Bet Rivers. I'm going to take the plus five. I bet it at plus four and a half where most of the market is. Rolling with Jeff Sims. I do. You, do you want to? Do you want to lay four and a half with with? No, I, no. I just I if Harburg was if I knew Harburg was starting, I'd be all in with you. I just unless I know for sure, I just know Jeff Sims is good for three turnovers. See, that's, that's the that's thing. thing. He's a he's a talented quarterback. He just turns the ball over too much. Terrible. But I, I like Harburg. I I think uh, I think if you if. The unders in play. I'll tell you what. Next week, I'm taking that Iowa Nebraska under. Or it could be apparently. Apparently, the uh, could be Chuba Purdy this week. I'm not. I, yeah, give me Chuba Purdy. I, I you're giving rule. folks a, a weekly play of the Iowa unders. Thanks, Stu. I mean, really, just fucking go out on a limb, why don't you? Okay, so I'll bring it up. Let's talk hey, Iowa. Wins. Iowa Nebraska under next week. What is that? 24, 25, 21. <laughs> I, I bet it. I bet today, it what if there's weather? What if there's bad weather that day? What does that total become? Oh my! God. I th- I fifteen. Honestly, eleven. If I'm Vegas, I set the Nebraska Iowa under next week to like 24, 23. <clears throat> and I'd still probably take the under to be honest. Now, but, Iowa almost pushed that game over themselves last week. Yeah, they did. They were at the two yards. Yeah, they were really starting to roll over Rutgers at the end. I mean, Rutgers just their offense is just so bad. Yeah, I think the defense has finally reached a point in the season where they're absolutely cooked. And then uh, game of the year, three and one game of the year, no big deal. Three three and one game of the year. I'm going to the SEC. I'm going to something reliable. And when you talk about reliability, you want to talk about the best program in the entire SEC. There is none other than the good folks in Auburn. War Eagle, best school in Alabama at football. This is known as they host the Aggies, Guns Up, of New Mexico State. And look, Diego Pavia, probably not playing in this game. Most likely not playing in this game. Really? I didn't even realize that. Yes. You're going to get the electric electric uh, Eli, what is it, Stover? St- yeah, the AM transfer. Eli Stowers. Stowers, yes. Eight pass attempts on the year, two pass completions to the other team out of those eight. That is not great. Uh, Pavia got banged up at the end of the Western Kentucky game. Uh, which I was watching, and I think when you look at what Auburn does well, which is run the ball, New Mexico State bottomed 30 in the country against the run. This is a game that is meaningless. Chris, You talk, this is why it's a CBD game. You talk about this where it's there was a game a few weeks ago. It's meaningless. This is a pay game. You're getting money for the football program. You're going to go – to Auburn, where you have a huge talent mismatch, and at the end of the day, your conference championship game is still ahead of you. You're they're probably gonna rest guys. Go play the game. I think Auburn laying 23 and a half. And this number is obviously steamed up since it opened. Give me the give me the Tigers. I love them at home here. I think they just absolutely put it to them, win by 30. Uh, game of the year, War Eagle. Best best football school in Alabama, correct, Rob? That's what you were saying? I, that's what I heard. That's what Taylor told me. I'm the, yeah, uh, Taylor, Taylor the told our, our SEC expert, Taylor. Um, shout out to T-Town. Uh, that's what he called Some it, say T-Town. Cam Newton, the greatest ever college quarterback. Yeah. I, I didn't 
Oh, you know what I would love to see? The Bear Bryant statue in front of Brian Denny uh, with a Cam Newton jersey on it. That's what I That's would right. love to see in a perfect world. Uh, Roberto, you're up next. Oh, a, another winning week. Another winning week. You're putting them together. You're putting it on. Chugging along. Chugging 36, along. 31 and a push. Five and seven on the doggies. However, locks eight and four. When it's Easter and he tells you to paint eggs. You paint eggs. Exactly. Go ahead. I, I, I want to get you guys' opinion on this first game. We're putting a show out Thursday morning, obviously. Pitt and BC tonight. Okay. Why is what why is Pitt favored by three in this football game? So I think part of this, you know, so you got to understand how Vegas puts these lines together. They go off their power ratings. Their power ratings at the beginning of the season had Pitt rated higher than BC. And BC has won a lot of close games. And they're not, you know, when when you're winning a close game, it's not going to move your power rating number much. So, you know, three-point win against Virginia, three-point win against Army, Seven-point win against UConn, seven-point win against Syracuse. So when BC's won a lot of games, three-point win against Holy Cross. Um, they're winning a lot of games close against bad football teams. Uh -huh. So their power rating number isn't moving much. And Pitts has dropped, but they've kind of met in the middle. And Pitts get, getting that home edge. So yeah. that's why Pitts favored, even though their record uh, is terrible and they stink. Yeah. Such an odd line. I mean, I bet against BC last week. I can't bet against them this week, but that is just such an odd line. I had to get your guys' opinion on that game. That is – I'll probably well, end I'll up – I'll tell you what. I, I was really frustrated last week. I really needed that under. I had under 38 in the Pitt-Syracuse game, and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, my God, Syracuse can't throw the ball. This game is going to fly into the total. It's, there's no way there's going to be 38 points. One team can't throw the ball – New clock rolls. It's going to be all running. Pitt doesn't have explosive players on offense. It's going to be low scoring. Yeah. And somehow it ends up going over the total. And what really broke it was uh, Pitt gets a great goal line stand. Defense steps up finally against a Syracuse offense that was essentially saying, hey, we have a quarterback that's got like a messed up shoulder. We can't throw the ball. So we put our tight end at quarterback and we're running a wildcat. And we got Garrett Schrader out playing wide receiver doing backflips just to just to be there. <laughs> and the defense, no team really scored in the second half, right? It was all first half scoring. No, 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 no. There was second half scoring. Oh, so, okay, okay. I'll yeah, but what what hurt was so Pitt gets the stop on the goal line, and at the time it was I think fourteen to thirteen. I think was the score, and then Pitt short run, short run. They're at the four-yard line. Vare drops back on third and seven and throws a terrible pass right to the Syracuse DB who returns it for a touchdown. It's like, oh, all, all that work your defense just did, all for naught. And then Vare fumbles the ball in the next possession uh, like three plays in, in deep inside their own territory, and Syracuse scores again. And that was it. And 41 points, 38 was the total. Those two turnovers by Pitt in their own side of the field were absolutely – Crushing. Yeah. Well, Pat Narduzzi is so, a good coach. I'm I'm sure Pitt will rebound great. I, you know, I, I'm I there's things about Narduzzi that I like, and there's things about Narduzzi that I absolutely can't stand. The I will bad say vibes like, jar in the uh when you enter the facility being one of them. I will say that there may that I mean there hasn't been very many pit coaches that have had as much success as he has. But damn, is he stubborn. He is a stubborn old Italian dude. And I'm part Italian, and I know how uh, us Italians can be. Oh, Mark my Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> Man, my throat um, tonight. So that's my, that's my thoughts on Pitt. I agree with your thoughts on Pitt. Roberto, what are you doing? Okay. First play of the weekend, we're going to go with Indiana at home. Getting how four. dare you? How dare you? You know what? Oh, giving I'm... four, giving four. I'm sorry. Well, you know, you've been saying how bad the Michigan State defense is, and Indiana has started to look a little bit better on offense. 
They had a good showing versus Illinois. I even thought when Rutgers played them, I, I didn't think their offense was terrible. They moved the ball a little bit that day. I like them in this spot at home. Obviously, Michigan State looking ahead, you know, different coach next year, the whole nine, kids transferring. So I think it's just an Indiana play at minus four. My second play of the weekend, I'm a little nervous about this one, but you know, Ohio State had this problem. I think it was like two years ago. Obviously, Michigan is looking at next week, right? All this media hoopla last week with the Penn State thing. I think they rallied on the road. I think they were pumped up coming into the game, whatever, right? Ohio State next week. I think Maryland can cover the 19 and a half. You don't think so? Chris Van Dyne giving me a little skin for the folks on YouTube. You better check that one out this week. Um, <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't see where you're breaking. <laughs> keep trying. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm seen worse at Freehold. He's I'm impressed. Worse at Freehold. Oh, that's nothing. That's listen. That's nothing. I mean, that's he, not. Forget about you it. Didn't, you I, didn't I, break stride. Rob didn't break stride. Listen, listen. I come on. When you spend a good amount of time at the restroom on uh, yeah. uh, exit. 56 uh, spend a couple friday Rogers. nights down the jersey shore that's nothing um no the mission at least team, i didn't do the other side <laughs> roberto uh, I, i'll tell you when you're and, talking and you about the world criminals got you blocked on youtube oh yeah the, the bobcat oh god yeah he can't <laughs> even come on hopefully we get him yeah, for conference no. championship I, the whole show is just going to be him and JC arguing oh, with each other. That, you know, That's going to be its own show. Go. We're yeah. not going to say a word. Um, I'm sorry, Rob. Go back to your picks, buddy. No, Michigan, Good that night. line opened at 20 and a half, and I thought that was an extremely odd line. It um, really is. Maryland has not played well no. ever since the Ohio State game. They have not played well, and that line has gone down a full point and a half. I mean, money's coming in on Maryland early in the week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the rumor and innuendo I've heard is that Michigan is a little nervous about this Maryland game, right? And and that's what I've heard through the grapevine. We'll see how true that is come Saturday. It's yeah, a game I, I wouldn't for touch, the but it's like – I think all the media hoopla last week, they rallied on the road. I think there's a little bit of a letdown when you go to Maryland to play. You're obviously looking forward to next week. Huge look uh, to me. Yeah, yeah to, to me, I think that's a little bit of a drop off. Maybe Maryland gets a backdoor cover. You've got it. You've got it at uh, plus 19. Yeah, 19 and a half. Um, my next play, I absolutely love Miami. I can't give you nothing on the game to say Miami's better than Louisville. I'm just betting the line on this one. It was a point and a half. It was a point. Now it's down to a pick em. I mean, I, I, you know, they're telling you right there, Louisville's been really back playing week, extremely correct? well football. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they've been playing great football, Louisville. But they did. They didn't look great versus Virginia last week, obviously. But listen, when you go up against a great coach in Tony Elliott, you know, it's not easy. I mean, you think of college football. You think of Tony Elliott. I'm going to murder you. I'm you going to drive to Tom's <laughs> River, and I'm going to walk in the door. Listen, Courtney will probably high-five me. I am you going get a to chance. You, you get a chance to get Tony Elliott to lead your boys out of the tunnel. I you, am you going to, to stab you to death, right in your throat. <laughs> Thank you. So anyways, yeah, that's a my, that, that's my play of the weekend. I absolutely love Miami on the money. Okay, line. is it your lock? I mean, we're, lock. we're 12. Okay, thanks. We're 12 weeks in. 12 weeks in, yeah. <laughs> Uh, which brings me to my next play, Virginia on the money line. Tony Elliott legacy game. He's going out. This might be his last home game at Virginia. The man could be leaving and heading towards East Lansing. So, listen, he's going to go out a winner. Duke had a big comeback last week at North Carolina. I think coming back on the road, Virginia's played better. Close loss versus Louisville. I like Virginia in this spot. Their record stinks. But if you watch, I don't think they've played bad over the past couple of weeks. I think they've been getting better. And, you know, that's one bad game. They they really have one bad game. That's a Tony Elliott football team. They don't give up. They keep grinding. They don't win, but they they stay close. I really hope you get a speeding ticket. I really (laughs) hope you get another speeding ticket. (laughs) 
No Tony bonus. Elliott, baby. Anyways. Is that uh, your dog next, of the week? Yeah. My next play of the weekend. The UB Georgia is his Ten- dog of the week. Are you going to – do you have any more dogs or locks this week? Uh, no. Um, Georgia, Tennessee. I absolutely love the over in this game of 58 and a half. I love the way the Georgia offense has looked. They look like they're locked in the past couple of weeks. They're getting hot. Tennessee, we know can move the football. Not, not a great defense. Georgia's defense this year is good. I don't think they're great. I thought Ole Miss put up that quick 14 points, but obviously Ole Miss's offensive line was getting absolutely dog walked. But I don't think the Georgia D-line is that great. I think Tennessee has a decent offensive line. I think they can hold up enough and score some points in this game. I like the over at 58 and a half. Also, give me Wake Forest getting 24 and a half on the road at Notre Dame. I don't like the way this Notre Dame team has played over the past couple of weeks. I think they've really dropped off. Uh, I know Wake Forest isn't a great football team, but this I think this is the Sam Parkman revenge game. Yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. Good point. I didn't even think about that. But the 24 and a half, I think Wake Forest could cover. UCLA-USC is a really interesting game this week. Everything you've heard is Chip Kelly is done at UCLA. Now, USC has had a, an atrocious season. They fired their defensive coordinator. Their defense absolutely stinks. <laughs> uh, that broke so, That uh, broke Chris. Anyways, um, I, I'm going to go with USC in this spot. I think they can cover the six and a half. I also like Virginia Tech this week. Virginia Tech has played great football the past couple of weeks. I'm not a big fan of NC State. Tech on Tech at home right here, and, and they're given three being at home. I think they cover that spread easily. Tech's rolling right now. And listen, give me Clemson, too. You know, Clemson loses a coach oh like Elliott. Oh, my God. I watched, the, I watched the entire second half of that North Carolina Duke game. That was atrocious. Holy crap. First of all, Duke should have won that. They got yeah. screwed. Oh, I know, yeah. At Chapel Hill. And I'll tell you, that defense is horrific. Terrible. Horrific. Terrible. Terrible. One more play for the weekend. Why not? Give me Stanford. Give me Stanford plus six and a half at home. <laughs> I think Cal is overrated. I know it's not a great Stanford team, but they've popped up with some games here and there. Cal should not be a six-and-a-half-point favorite in this game. Give me Stanford. The band's on the field for Roberto as he has 28 picks this week. Still can't get the format of the show right. Maybe uh, last week of the season we'll do it. Oh, throw Kentucky on my card, too. Why not? Let's do that, too. (laughs) Yeah, I like Kentucky. Listen, we only have two weeks left. What's the line on Kentucky? I got to bet everything. One and a half. Favored? Yes. Who are they playing, Rob? South Carolina. Okay. Any cap on the game, or you just went to Kentucky a few weeks ago and you just arrived? I was. I like Kentucky's offense. I like. I like the way they look, and I can't stand South Carolina's team. I think they stink. Okay. Any more games you want to throw on? Can I interest mm-hmm. you in a Penn State game? No. Okay. They're playing nobodies anyway this week. Uh, CVD, Mr. Wednesday Night, the whole effing show, the MVP of this show, ncsports.com, game of the flipping year. It, it, again, something they may have stolen from me. I'm, I'm unsure. Some people on Twitter are saying that. Uh, Power Sweep Podcast out now. Go check it out. Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast, wherever you listen to this show. CVD, Mr. Wednesday Night, Mr. Tuesday Night, 35, 41. He's crawling back. I told you weeks ago. Start following the guy. Couple winning weeks, back to back. Dogs. He has climbed out of a hole. If you aren't betting his dogs, I don't know what to tell you. Nine and nine on the dogs. Locks. <laughs> Different story. Three and 12. But still, fade him on his locks. Back his dogs. Support NC Sports Game of the Year. CBD, what you got for us? All right. Um, you know what? 
I'll start with a few plays before I get to my my locks, my dog. By by the way, uh, you mentioned Power Sweep podcast. Um, we got uh, I have a pick on the Penn State Rutgers game on the podcast. Oh you know, boy, I, I will be. I tune in every week, but this week I'll especially be on there. I, I and I, I gave you a shout out, Rob. Um, Thank you. I was nice. gonna give it out on your show just because of Rob, but I figured out I'll, I'll tease it a little bit. Tease I, I, it. I have Stu throw it on my on my card. I will uh, do it. But yeah, I have a pick on that game. Other than that, yes. Uh, and we had a good week in a PowerSuite podcast as well. Me, Rob, and Jim all went two and one on PowerSuite podcast. Uh, we've got a, a game of the totals year. Totals game of the year. Totals game of the year. That was a rocking chair. That was an absolute rocking chair. Congrats on that great call. Thank you, thank you. I give a lot of credit to a couple of the guys in the office. Wasn't uh, my necessarily my pick. But... Was it LSU Florida? Was that your pick? Uh, no, I wish. That There's reasons a... we got talked out of that. I, I, I wish I wouldn't have listened to people in the office. But um, no, I, I I was pushing for South Florida Temple over, and that, that did not win. You know, the South Florida, South Florida has, if you look at what their games have been, um, they're very, they're overs. You can tell when they're coming, when they play like legit good offenses. But yeah. Well, and I thought Temples was when Warner played and then they didn't play very, very well either. So it was just, that one was bad all around, but yeah, we had Cal Washington state was our totals game of the year. Cal's defense is atrocious. Cam Ward finally had a good game again, and that was an easy one. So, yeah, uh, good weekend overall, North Coast. Hoping for a little more this week with the uh, college five-star game of the year. All right, I'm going to get into my plays. Uh, I'm gonna, I, th- I think, Stu, you gave this one out already, Kansas State. I, I, you know, Kansas has now looks like they might be down their two, top two quarterbacks. I, I, I got to think Bean is going to play. I Cole Ballard is the other yeah. choice, but Daniels is done for the season. From what right. I understand. But I'll tell you what, Ballard played okay. I, I was actually surprised. I mean, he didn't kill him. And, you know, they were able to run the ball in a way that I don't think they're going to do in Kansas State. But – they actually had a chance to cover that game at the end. I just don't think this is going to happen against Kansas State's defense. Uh, if Ballard has to play or if you have a banged-up Jason Bean, Kansas State has really dominated this series. They've won uh, what was the last four, seven, 10, 13, 14 games in this series, covered 10 of those. Uh, last year was 47-27, easy, easy cover for Kansas State. I think, you know, it's going to be a two-touchdown win for Kansas State at least. Pretty good defense, really uh, potent offense lately, 453 yards a game. They run the ball really well. And I'll tell you what, Kansas's defense, it it can be had any week. Granted, they played okay last week against a a Texas Tech team that, you know, they're they're inconsistent in in their own right and not very good when they play on the road. yeah, but you look at some of the road games that Kansas had. They lost by 26 at Texas. They lost by a touchdown at Oklahoma State. It did beat Iowa State. That was the game I thought Iowa State oh, had. I, I loved Iowa State in that game. That, yeah, that game absolutely killed me that week. Yeah, and Kansas but, got know, off to a lead. Thing. I left Iowa State, Texas off my card this week. And it, it's purely because I remember back to that game, and it's like Iowa mm. State is just not consistent on offense. They are just yeah. not consistent. They have to play from in front. They're kind of like Texas Air Force. is such a hard team, though, to bet, too. They're so up and down. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go to the Pac 12 for my next game. I like Utah to beat Arizona. Uh, this is a Utah team that gave Washington everything they wanted. Week before that, they absolutely decimated Arizona State. They beat USC on the road. They beat UCLA earlier this year. They beat Florida and Baylor. You know, Baylor, not anything special, but they beat Florida at home. Uh, that game at plus I, I'll be honest, I like this Arizona team. I like what Jed Fish is doing. I just, you know, having to beat Colorado by three, I feel like – like. Uh, sorry. Uh, Do you Utah think the steam handled- is running out on, on Arizona? 
I mean, they've played it a hellacious schedule. I think it will this week. Their last, you know, I mean, when's the last time they had a, a walkthrough game? It was really Stanford. Washington like, State, really. UTEP, week three. Yeah, but no, I Washington mean, State was I, a walkthrough. Well, yeah, it was a walkthrough, but it wasn't supposed to be a walkthrough. I, they, you know, they, they were not supposed to win the game like that. They, they didn't have a week where they could go in thinking, all right, we're going to win this game. It's just a matter of how much. You know, they, they haven't had an easy game. Uh, you know, UCLA, they won by 17. It was an impressive win. I, I just think that, you know, like you said, they're going to run out of steam eventually. It's been a rough stretch for them, but they've won a lot of games. I got to give Jed Fish a lot of credit. This team's that a freshman lot QB, too. I mean, yeah, he's good. Oh, he well, runs. He he saves them so many times. I bet them in that UCLA game, and he got out of more well, trouble. Rob, Rob's game. been a wagon for him. Hey, by the way, gentlemen, uh, do you guys have $250 million we can loan to Arizona for their sports program? <laughs> yeah. I know. Ain't that crazy? Whoops, not just, great. This place zero. Yeah, Oops. it's not good. Yeah. Uh but yeah, yeah. I think I think the problem for uh Arizona is gonna be going up against this Utah defense, which is pretty elite. You know, they're, they're only giving up 300 yards a game. They, they did a number on uh Caleb Williams earlier this year. They've done a number on some good offenses, and I think they're gonna do it again against Fafita. He's a freshman, he's a good quarterback. They're actually holding opponents 117 yards per game below their average. That's number one in the country in that stat. Uh, I'm going to go also to Syracuse. I'm going to take the orange. Georgia Tech's run defense, and I, I think the Syracuse is going to have a very similar strategies last week. I think Georgia Tech's run defense is one of the worst in the country. They're actually number 132 in the country in rush D, allowing 224 rushing yards a game. Last week against Clemson, they gave up 260. They gave up 267 against North Carolina. 308 against Boston College. This is the worst rush D of all the power fives. A lot of, lot of Valari this week. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like the strategy that Syracuse is going to that, you know, and Valari was a quarterback. It's not like he's never played quarterback. He probably can throw the ball occasionally if they need him to. And, and Schrader isn't uh, totally unable to throw the ball. I just don't think they can throw it downfield right now because I think his shoulder's messed up. So, you know, the offense, they need this win, too. They have five wins. Babers needs a win to get to a bowl. I think they're going to get it here. I, I I think they could win the game outright. They're getting six points. So give me Syracuse as an underdog. Not my dog yet. I got a couple. Actually, that will be one of my dogs. I take that back. That is one of my dogs. Uh, I'm going to go also with Oregon State. Uh, Rob, I'm backing you on that play. I, I think the Beavers are going to get it done here. Washington's had close calls week after week. And it's just like, when do you pull the trigger on uh, going against them? And I think this is the week. Rob, are you taking Oregon State? Yes. Uh, yeah, I was. Yep, oh. I am too. Okay. I'll Still add him. I like card. too. I, th I thought he already gave that play, didn't he? No, I gave it. But oh, I'm sorry. I'm it. sorry. Stu no, gave it. you're no, good. Right. You're good. I we'll like it too. Rob's I was card. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, you know, seven-point win against Utah. Nine-point win at Stanford. Stanford stinks. Uh, they do. And Arizona State, eight-point win, seven-point win at Arizona. Eventually, they're going to lose one of these close games. I think this that happens this week against Oregon State, who is 17-1 against the spread at home uh, in the last few years. I, it's been an amazing run in Research Stadium. The Beavers are almost unbeatable there. Uh, also, I'm going to take Missouri. like the Tigers against Florida. I, I know that they're coming off – the big win against Tennessee, but I, I, man, I'll tell you what, I think the best running back in the SEC looks like Cody Schrader. I don't know how they stop Cody Schrader. I, I have no idea how Florida stops Cody Schrader. No. And I think the best receiver in the SEC is Luther Burden. So maybe Malik neighbors, but man, Luther Burden is dangerous. Um, So I, I, yeah, I don't know how Florida stops this offense. And I think we saw that Missouri has a pretty good defense. And they're at home. I don't think there's any let up in this team. They're fired up. I think the Tigers get it done by more than two touchdowns, so they're going to cover that 11. It's give up to FAU. 11 and a half. 11 and a half. That's yeah. uh, give me FAU against Tulane. This is purely a play against Tulane. Tulane, two-point win against Tulsa. Three-point win against East Carolina. Two-point win against Rice. Seven point win against North Texas. They're 
they're not winning by any kind of margin. They're giving, what is it, nine and a half now? What, what do you have it at, Stu? Yeah, I have a nine and a half. Yeah, so FAU is not a great team, but Tom Herman, in his career, 18 and five as an underdog. So I'll take the 18 and five against the spread record with Tom Herman against a team that does not get any distance. This team is still, uh, you know, they're still living off last year's reputation as far still as a little bit, a little bit of a look ahead to next week's game. Oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, ne- next week's game against UTSA decides who goes to the conference championship game, regardless of how they do in this game. So, By the way, I'm going to add UTSA to my card. UTSA minus 16 against South Florida. Okay. All right. Uh, now for my uh, my other dog, I'm taking, and this is going to be a weird one, I'm taking New Mexico. Uh, what is that line, Stu? I think 25 and a half, I think. Uh, New playing Fresno. What no. game is that? Fresno? No, it it was, was 20. Hold on. Yeah, 20. I got 23 and a half. 23 and a half. Okay. Uh, is this your dog of the yes. week? Yeah, this and uh, this and Syracuse are my dogs. I, I just don't think this Fresno team can blow anybody out. You know, you, you look five point win at Utah State. At an 18 point win, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, 18 point win against Nevada earlier this year. The, the, their only blowout win was against Kent State in, in week three. Uh, I, I just don't think they have blowout capability. They just got smacked off against San Jose State by 24 points last week. I, I don't think this is a very good New Mexico team, but they do have some ability to score. They're averaging 26 points a game. And if you can score on Fresno, you're going to stay within 23 and a half. I don't think Fresno is going to put up into the into the 50s. So as long as you keep them within, keep them, you know, under like 45, I think you're going to score into the 20s on Fresno's D, and that that'll put New Mexico State in cover range. Is Dustin Hopkins out for the year? Uh, I do believe he is hurt. I don't know for sure if he's out for the year, but the backup came in. Devin Dampier was at 17 of 26 for 200 yards last week. And they've been playing him a little bit every game. Like he's had reps almost every game and he's a dual threat kid. He's actually their second leading rusher and he averages six yards a carry. So, you know, that, that could make this offense even harder to defend. And my lock of the week, I'm going to Iowa. I, I I know that, you know, lack of offense and all, but they just find a way to win games. They're at home. They just put up a season high 402 yards and 22 points. They could have had 20, not 29 if they would have punched that last one in. You know, sorry, Rob, but. All right. Hey, listen, we, 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 we stink a, on offense. Yeah, well, Rutgers has a heck of a defense. And I, I do think you there's you make a good point about Rutgers defense being tired. Yeah, but, and they've lost some good players. If Longer Beam can't play this week on the outside, they're going to be they're going to be in some trouble, man. Because they already lost uh, Powell, the linebacker position, and this offense. I'm making me feel good about from my own guy. Um, yeah, but I, you know, and on the flip side, Illinois' defense giving up 45 points to Indiana. I just feel like Illinois is going to give up some points here on the road. You know, it's not going to be a lot of points. It's not going to be – it might not even be in the 20s. But two things I was good at, shutting teams down and winning by more than a field goal because every one of their wins except for the Northwestern game. Cooper, Cooper DeGene is out for the rest yeah, of the year. Yeah, he's out, yeah. that Well, that is a big loss. He is a good player. Yeah, and – I. You know that 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 is tough. I, I I still don't think that it's just it's a system thing with Iowa, and mm-hmm. if they find a way to get it done, they shut everybody down. I honestly should have bet them last week. I was mad at myself because <laughs> I said to myself, they play Rutgers is a mini a miniature version of them. You know where they try to play good defense, they run the ball, but you're not going to outmatch somebody that's better than you and plays the same exact style. It's, yeah. Especially on the road. You're not going to – Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. That mechanic, forget about it. Yeah, so it's not going to be pretty. I probably won't watch it because it's just going to disgust me and make me feel bad (laughs) about life. Yeah. But 
I do think with the and remember, if Iowa wins this game, they clinch the Big Ten West. So I think they get it done at home. That they step up and the defense does its part. The offense just gets enough points on the board. Laying three and a half. Like I said, every win except for the Northwestern game, they've won by more than three points this year. They they just managed to find those points. And then and then the Minnesota game, they should have won. Let me so, ask you a question. Do you think when they get to the championship game in the Big Ten, like, do you think it's just going to be a 46th, like they're just going to get blown their doors off, or they'll probably be able to hang in the game, I would guess, with their defense? Uh, no. Probably not. I mean, yeah. look what happened to them when they played Penn State, 31 nothing. Yeah, that's true. Because the thing is, Penn State, Iowa – I mean, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, all three of those teams, they can match Iowa defensively. They're the only mm-hmm. three teams I think it can straight up match Iowa defensively no matter what. Yeah. But they have the offense that Iowa doesn't have. Mm-hmm. So they're going to – those those teams and, – and when Iowa's going three and out in their own side of the field and giving – Michigan or Pence or Ohio State a short field mm-hmm. constantly, then you know eventually your defense is just gonna give up some plays yeah. to Marvin Harrison or a Blake Corum. You know, you're not gonna shut those guys down. You can't expect to beat Ohio State 10-7. So yeah, then no, they're gonna get they're gonna get smacked off. It's yeah, it's inevitable. They'll end up with you know, they had 76 yards against Penn State. It's it's gonna be a blowout. <laughs> Some of these Big Ten offenses, you really have to put on a hazmat suit to watch them. It's just, well, it's really I, disgusting. I think the Big Ten, you know, the, the best thing about adding these new teams is it's going to make Iowa and Wisconsin and uh, Michigan State. Well, uh, Michigan, uh, until recently, Michigan State has had good offense. They've had good offenses in the past. I mean, not not recently, not recently, but it's. Yeah, yeah they did. Under D'Antonio, they had there was years they had good offense. Reed's having a nice little rookie season with Green Bay. He's making plays. Having a nice little season, yeah. He's a nice little player. Can you but, imagine a school that has Ricky White, Keon Coleman, and Jaden Reed? I can't. Go ahead, Chris. But yeah, all, all these all these schools are going to have to step up their offense because I mean, Iowa could get away with the, their style of play because everyone in the Big Ten West is equally inept at offense. Mm-hmm. out as good a defense but now without divisions and without being able to you know just slug fest five teams every year in your division they're they're gonna have to do something a little different otherwise yeah it's not gonna work i looked at their schedule next year there's four losses built in on the schedule because they're not going to be able to match offensively that's probably why he's seen too. He's, you know, the offensive coordinator. Is he retiring too or no? He isn't retiring. He's basically been forced to resign. Yeah, he's resigning at the end of the year. Yeah, yeah but what about Ference? Ference isn't retiring. Ference right? has no. a lifetime contract. Oh, okay. Ference is not going to resign yet. Um, I think ultimately they are looking forward to when he resigns. But I will say that it is a scary thing. Like, I wouldn't want him to resign right now yet because they need some stability with the change in his conference. Mm-hmm. And if if he were to resign right now and you make the wrong hire, oof, things could get real ugly at Iowa. You know, at the very least, he'll keep them in bowl contention for a few more years. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have to do something different offensively. It's just not gonna work like this. You can't 230 yards a game of offense. Isn't going to work if you have to play Ohio State, Michigan, Washington, and USC. The best you can do is six and six if that's the case. You're not going to beat everybody else. And you're where Michigan State is, Um, which is exciting. Can't wait for Tony Elliott. Uh, On that note, oh, by the way, uh, add one more pick to my card. I'm going to take the best school in the mid-Atlantic, Penn State. Minus 20 and a half. I don't know who they're playing, but I love Penn State this week uh, to get after uh, uh, what I'm assuming is some broke down podunk team in the Big Ten East. On that note, Roberto, you back with me later this week? Yes, sir. All right. Go Nittany Lions, right? Absolutely not. Oh, (laughs) good one.
CBD game of the year at ncsports.com. Go check them out. Uh, Power Sweep is out. You guys are on a roll. If people want to get Power Sweep, where can they find it? Uh, go to ncsports.com. You can call 1-800-654-3448, ncsports.com. You can get a single issue of Power Sweep. You can buy it for the rest of the year. You got some specials on game of the year. You got a discount code provided by my buddy, New York Kevin, uh, in the office. So really appreciate him stepping up and helping out the podcast a little bit this week. And uh, also we've got some sandwich talk, talking about the uh, the, the world-famous Pilgrim sandwich at Get-Go. On the Power Suit Podcast, so make what sure you check. What is Pilgrim Sandwich? Uh, it is Thanksgiving on in a sandwich. Stu, how do you not know what a Pilgrim Sandwich is? Really? I, I don't. I don't eat. I don't you guys eat have get goes where you? No, I don't eat poor food. Okay. Yeah, Stu eats friggin' pierogies with sauerkraut uh, on a, on a hoagie. That's a that's a delicacy. Well, okay. I mean, I, I love a, a pierogi <laughs> sandwich, but. <laughs> Huh. No, it's it's turkey, mashed potatoes, stuffing, all the Thanksgiving stuff, cranberry sauce on bread, like on a, in a in a in a in a like a hoagie. Yeah, it's good. Sounds horrible. Oh, yeah, I bet you would say it's good. Yeah, it's Put good with the cranberry sauce. Spaghetti. It's delicious. Yeah, I had to go to the bathroom half hour. That's why I was almost late because of it. You know, it was, I was almost late because of the program. Is that a twenty minute deal? Just getting 15. that out of the system. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Oh, that's that's impressive. Um, all right. Next time, more bowel movement talk. We're gonna talk uh a, a home gardening. Um, because sports are dead. Who you, yeah. you'd have Shells. to be yep. you'd have to be a fool. You'd have to be them. a crazy loon to be watching Rutgers Georgetown tonight. <laughs> you'd have to be ridiculous to have a bet on the Nichols State Denver over. You'd Absolutely. Have to be. Um, more on that and uh, how to file bankruptcy and not let your workplace know. On the next Robin Stew show, for Chris, for Roberto, take care, brush your hair, and we'll see you after a while.